0: Comics now. This issue of the Sunspots Comics podcast is brought to you by our sponsor Cryptid Zoo at cryptidzoo.com. Cryptid Zoo is basically a t-shirt line that's uniquely and strangely infused with augmented reality and it's inspired by cryptozoology folklore figures like the Bigfoot. All the shirts are designed and hand screen printed on 100% cotton pre-shrunk t-shirts by the artist and owner of Cryptid Zoo, our friend julian meyer you got to see it you hover your smartphone over the shirt and it does stuff on the screen it's pretty crazy it just comes to life you got to see it so please check out cryptidzoo.com and also use the promotional code sunspots comics that's right and you'll get 30 percent off your purchase most of the cryptid Zoo shirts are about 27 bucks so it's a great deal and that's with tax and shipping included before the discount so don't forget use sunspots comics azure promo code on cryptidzoo.com and you'll get a big discount and that is c-r-y-p-t-i-d-zoo.com Hello, everybody, and welcome. You are listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number one sixteen, covering the new comic books that we read that came out Wednesday, New Comic Book Day, July nineteenth. And this particular podcast hits the one in the middle. That's right. <laughs> hey, Adrian. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris Latore, joined by the other half of our dynamic duo and my trusty crime-fighting sidekick, my son of my very loins, Justin Jables LaTori. How you doing, Jables?
1: I am back, and I am ready to go. I am still drunk. happy
0: 21st birthday (laughs) thanks (laughs) and thanks for coming back and thank you very much you listeners for joining us right here in the sunspots comics podcast where we recommend to you an amazing list of fresh brand new comic books that come out and we talk about them every single week so never miss an issue of the sunspots comics podcast just subscribe to it and follow us on all the instagrams twitters facebook's and the xbox live at Sunspots Comics and check out us check us out on YouTube. Just search Sunspots Comics and you will find us. So what are we all about? Jables, tell the folks.
1: Uh, so our mission statement, if you will, is uh, <laughs> spreading the love of comic books in our own positively charged way. Uh, if you just want to hear two nerdy dudes talk about you know new comic books and how much they love them, then you're in the right place. Or maybe you've been wanting to start reading comic books, which I urge everybody to do, uh, but not yeah. sure where to start then you're in the perfect nerdy hands to do that. Or, if you've been reading since, you know, the birth of the universe. (laughs) The very birth. (laughs) Um, And you just want to know what the best comics are, so you can save some time, save some money, well then Sunspot's comics is for you.
0: Well said. Thank you very much, Justin. I mean, you made it sound so good, (laughs) even though you're reading it. But I appreciate it. (laughs) And two fast thank yous, of course, uh, Nick, Papa George, for making our theme song, our Sunspots Comics theme song. I love it. Thank you very much. Check him out at facebook.com slash music And also thank you to Jables, my son, for doing our blog at sunscots, uh, at sunspotscomics.com. And follow you where?
1: Uh, just Sunspots on Instagram and Twitter. What's going on in the blogosphere? You know, I, uh, I've been talking to you about some changes, maybe. So I don't know if I want to announce that yet, but... Uh... I I do want to do some something different, so maybe later. I'm not going to tell anybody anything, but might be some changes coming. We'll see.
0: So there's a peek into it, folks. Something coming about Jables doing our blog, but for now (laughs) you can see his stuff at again blog.sunspotscomics.com. And right now, Justin, it's free comic book time. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. What are we giving away? Let's see. What do I got here? Star Wars Annual Number Two. This is written by Kelly Thompson, art by Emilio Lasso. And I'm going to be giving it out for free. We're going to give you a code here, but quickly what the story is. This is Post New Hope, and it's really a small kind of personal tale about this character named Pash Devane, Devane, and she has trouble sort of deciding which side she's on. Does she follow the Empire? Does she follow the Rebellion? And she just happens to come across Princess Leia who is injured that's trying to hide out and run from the Empire. So what does she do? She's sort of, she's had this bad thing in the past happen to her and she's kind of like, you know, the Rebellion's done nothing for me and then either is the Empire. Should I just turn Leia in? What's going to happen? Are you going to have to read it? Have you read this particular <laughs> annual?
1: Uh, No, I haven't, but I want to. I'm
0: going to let you borrow it after. But <laughs> cool. We're going to give out the code right now. So all you got to do is be the first person to grab this code go to marvel.com redeem and you win this free comic book so good luck it's first come first serve read them the code jables
1: go f is in frank c is in charlie m is in mary f is in frank t is in tyler s is in stan v is in victor x is in x-ray seven f is in frank w is in water and is in nuclear bombs there you go there's a nuclear
0: love it and so come and get it good luck if you win please just let us know at sunspots comics or hit me up chris or hit up justin at sunspots comics at our email just so we know that you've won and we can tell people to stop punching in the codes and by the way on the feed there are still some codes left so if you're listening to old podcasts that's totally fine you should just try to punch the code in but uh, also follow us on instagram at sunspots comics where we'll every now and then we'll also give away some free comic book digital codes as well
1: uh, so let's get into the Sunspots Comics podcast, issue number one sixteen. Starting out with some stuff, whoa, floating around in our nerd brains.
0: Yes, the <laughs> largest nugget of nerd in our nerd lobes right now is, of course, some comic book, movie, and TV news. And we're about to jump into Trailerville, folks. So, oh boy, semi-spoilerish alert, I guess. But that's what we're talking about. Of course, San Diego Comic Con hit, yes. and how many trailers do you have to talk about there, Jables? Uh,
1: well, from Comic Con, three. Um three big ones that I really enjoyed. Excellent. Uh there were more but those were the those were I think the nerdiest the meatiest ones for me. Tastiest. Um mostly pertaining to Marvel and DC. But uh big you know two. The, the the two the I would say the two biggest trailers was Thor Ragnarok. Right. Which you know they released all these trailers an hour after they released them at Comic-Con. So everyone can go and see these, you know. So uh Thor Ragnarok trailer came out it was awesome. I know him. I know him. <laughs> I know him from work. He's a friend from work. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, th- this one was a little bit more story related, so I don't want to get too much into spoilers if you really don't want to watch a trailer, like my dad here. Mm, uh, no. But uh, it-, it was good. There's some really awesome imagery. Um, there's one part that really reminded me of Unworthy Thor, mm, and it was excellent. awesome. Uh, you know, you get you get a little bit, you get a lot more of the Hulk in this one which is cool. Um still yes. don't know how he gets there or whatever, but uh you get you get a I mean we haven't seen the Hulk talk, but you do get a, a Hulk talking scene Excellent. like you, you know Hulk is this and Beauty Hulk is you humans. know and uh it was awesome. I, I was dying. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't want to get too deep into it, but it was really awesome. Uh I wish Can't I wait. could have been there. Yeah. What's I What's mean,
0: the what's the general release for Thor Ragnarok when's uh, it coming out? It
1: is this year, right? I don't know. End of the year? <laughs> <laughs> it should really you know well, vet coming. my sources um, but yeah it's it's coming out pretty soon uh, you know I, I I I don't have too big of anticipation for this movie that's good but I did see this, this trailer and I it did kind of change my it mind a little it. bit it's it's, it's awesome um, I do have the date here it's coming up hold on November 3rd 2017 Thor November 3 it's Thor crazy. 3 nice yeah I know right and he's got his haircut so second trailer <laughs> that I really want to talk about is the Justice League trailer all right. And now I purposely
0: didn't see this one, but I've seen some of the images. But uh, go for it. What did you think of it,
1: dude? Yeah, I don't wish. I I wish I didn't watch this. This is oh, like good. Spoiler I heavy. Uh, well, I won't don't say spoiler, spoiler for me. heavy. I'm right there's here. There's a lot so. of stuff that I wish I didn't see. Um, you can't unsee it. Yeah, I know. It, Nothing it, you can it bugs do. Me. Uh, but <laughs> it was awesome, man. I I uh, I really enjoyed what they're doing with, especially the Flash, because um, he's he's definitely the Flash I know from like the Justice League. Um, cartoon. You know, funny, witty, like, wisecracky. Nice. Um, Aquaman, quick, quick, Aquaman. Quick-witted. Yeah, Aquaman looks dope. Uh, he didn't have as much of a center position in this trailer as he did in the the first one that okay. came out, remember? Uh, so he was like, so, like third line here? Yeah. Wonder Woman had some awesome stuff. Wonder Woman, uh, you get more of Diana Prince in this trailer mm, okay. than I think I've seen, even in you know, Batman v Superman, you get okay. a lot of Diana Prince, which is awesome. Uh, you know, the, the persona of Diana Prince in modern times, I guess I should say, because you get Diana Prince in One Roman, but she's more of the, you know, from Themyscira era. So mm-hmm. try saying that. For, yeah, Themyscira era. Th- Themyscira era. era. Whew, that's um, tough to say. <laughs> and so uh, it, was, uh, it was awesome. There is a bit at the end that uh, sort of pissed me off. I'm, I'm uh, not going to say it, but okay. it sort of pissed me off because it's like, really? like We we all knew uh, this was going to happen. My fingers are like Why do so it close to my ears. The <laughs> Why do it in the trailer? So I, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's not too revealing, I guess you could say, but the fact that they put this moment in the trailer sort of pisses me off because that's a little too much, in my opinion. Um, you didn't need that much, and, and I'm okay. one for spoilers. I love watching like they're, trailers. Like they're
0: worried, right? Yes, they're worried that worried? people
1: are... Yeah, that people are felt- still not liking DC. Like that's That was sort of what I felt throughout the whole trailer, but it's still a good trailer. I had a real good time it. So I'm guessing it,
0: you so. felt like it was a little desperate at the end oh, yeah, to definitely. give what they gave. Like okay. they were like, okay,
1: like just like, put it in worried. there. We're worried.
0: Let's throw it in there. Yeah.
1: Um, but Before
0: it, you move on to the next trailer, I wanted to discuss with you quickly and get your thoughts on this. Um, from what I've seen, as far as the images at, at San Diego Comic-Con, the new trailer, and a lot of the promotional images... Yep. Where's Superman? And where's Henry Cavill? Like, why isn't he anywhere? And you got a little scoop on that? Because uh, I'm trying to avoid San Diego Comic-Con stuff, but can he, you just answer me to that? Like, why was he not at San Diego Comic-Con? Why is he not on the images? Why is he not on the new posters? And why is he not on the new trailer? Because I've just heard he's not in the new trailer, right? Or he is?
1: Well, the... Just the, answer yes the, or no. The, is he in the new trailer? No. No.
0: All right, so what, what do you he, heard? I mean,
1: he's... He... Henry Cavill is not in the trailer.
0: You said no. Okay, don't go any further. But so, what are your <laughs> thoughts on all of that? You have you have San Diego Comic Con coverage, imagery, they're, new trailer, no Henry Cavill.
1: My opinion: they're they're really holding back on him. Like they they want. I think that they're waiting for the reveal in the movie to like re, really surprise everybody. Just like okay. I mean, well, like it's, so like, he's it's supposed like to if,
0: be dead. If you watch, uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> well, way, supposed to be dead? The way, yeah, the way
1: I see it is if. Marvel didn't release that one freaking trailer with Spider-Man in it. Uh-huh. That's what they're going for without showing. I see. You okay. get me. I mean? But at the same time, it's not as big of a deal as Spider-Man was to me. Because Sp- Superman's already in the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Spider-Man, that trailer... I, I remember watching the, the Civil War trailer and yelling because I was so excited to see Spider-Man. You know, it, I don't think Superman... The reveal of Superman in the movie is going to be as good um, as that reaction for me seeing Spider-Man for the first time in, in the Civil War trailer. So, but yeah, I do I was feel even like thinking, they're holding back to, to do that. You know? I think
0: so? But I was even thinking, you know, San Diego Comic Con. We know Henry Cavill's in the movie. Oh, was he like, there? Why is he, He's not there. He wasn't there. He's nowhere. And they got I know, everybody.
1: I know Ben Everyone Affleck was, was there. I know right. uh, Ezra Miller was there.
0: And um, he's normally uh, front and center. Yeah, like when it comes to. So I, don't know. I mean yeah. he I know he is he Is he filming another movie? He is, is he? Ill? he is, is filming
1: he... Mission Impossible 6. Okay. Or is he the main um, actor or a bad guy or guy. what is he in there? No idea. I think he's like replacing Jeremy Renner. Yeah. So like the kind of the hmm. side character. But I don't I don't know. Um, I don't want to, you know,
0: I just thought that was interesting. If I had something scoops,
1: if I had some sort of scoop or if I read something somewhere, I would I would say Yeah. But I I I don't know. You know I,
0: and you know where I only sort of started thinking about it was the imagery I was trying to not look at. There were just tons of, of people talking about it on every yeah. feed from Instagram, Facebook, to whatever.
1: See the poster? He's not on it. He's not on it, but did you yeah. see the poster? Yeah. It looks awesome. I it love does, it. It does,
0: except for Superman. Well,
1: yeah, but... I'm a big They'll fan. get to it. His symbol's, I think, at the bottom. Uh, no. Pretty, I looked at it pretty hard I, oh, my, I was like staring um, at it my yeah, eyes were like you know I I, I I do agree with you that Superman is missing from all promotion just but, seems a little weird but at the same time like I, I do feel like it's for a reason and I'm hoping it pays off right you know? so, I mean if you
0: really had to you know line up uh, who is the most important from top to bottom whether you're depending on your feelings yeah Superman and Batman are number one and two, depending yeah. on which way well, you want to flip that. Well, now I Batman. would
1: say Wonder Woman's number one. Well, sure, of because her of her box office. Because, but I'm talking yeah. about all in general. Well, not just because of the box office. I'm saying, like, th- this Wonder Woman, the movie, is has stood, the t- it's going st- it to stand the test of time. Right. You know, better than I think Man of Steel will. Um, so I I would say that Wonder Woman is sort of, at least for expectation-wise and for, uh, just for fandom, mm-hmm. right now is, like, just jumped Batman. You know, because all well, that drama is happening you're riding the so.
0: wave of the success of the film. Yeah. But, I mean, in the 90% of the comics I've read, well, she's Batman, very yeah. clearly number three. She mm-hmm. just always is. It's always Batman-Superman. And then right now, we're not getting a lot of soups. But anyway, sorry. I thought okay. I, I'd just bring no, yeah, that yeah. up. Great discussion. Thank you. <laughs> Go on. What's the next trailer?
1: Uh, the next trailer, which is, uh, I, you know, I wouldn't say it's comic book related mm-hmm. so much. We just watched it, actually. It was uh, for a Netflix movie that's coming out pretty soon with Will Smith and... Um, uh, it's directed by uh, the guy who did squad Suicide guy. I forget his name right end, now. End like, of Watch, um, and what else Yeah, did do? End of Watch, uh, Fury. Um, oh, Fury? He yeah. Did the he, Tank
0: movie with Brad Pitt? Yes,
1: I love that movie. Um, I'll look the movie's him up. called Bright. I, yeah, the movie's called Bright. Um, it's basically... Uh, David Ayer's his name, I'm sorry. David um, Ayer. yeah. Yes. David Ayer. Uh, he, it's basically like if End of Watch, like a cop movie, um, mixed with Lord of the Rings and Men yeah. in Black... And you know what I mean, so it, it sort and of they had, live. I felt a smidge yeah. of they live. Uh. Um, but it's basically like a cop story where there's orcs, fairies, and elves, and magic, and you know. But it's set in like L.A. modern day.
0: Yeah, it was like in Compton. Yeah, just straight up. Um, like. So
1: it's like two L.A.P.D. cops, but one's an orc and one's yeah. Will Smith. And you know they're stopping other orcs and other elves and magic and all that. It looks legit though. I you gotta admit, like from the. Half of the trailer that you watched because you didn't want to watch the <laughs> it's rest. It's
0: a three-minute trailer.
1: It looks legit though, right? You it didn't does. even get to the meaty part because there's no. a really good part at the end that I really loved. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it it looks like a very good film that I could nerd out on. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it has everything I want. You know, it's got action. It's got Will Smith. It's got yeah, orcs and, and right fairies and magic and you know, it's like. Smorgasbord of awesomeness, and so I'm just, <laughs> I'm just excited for it.
0: It definitely had an MIB feel to it, right? Yeah. The one thing I was thinking about with Netflix, do they adhere to ratings, like like NC
1: seventeen stuff like that? Yeah, are they do PG thirteen? Did this they have do. a rating? I didn't see it. I didn't posted. See it. Posted. Um, they do. They do adhere to ratings, but because he time, is like
0: smashing a fairy in his front yard, yeah, with like a broom, and yeah. I, you know, I wonder if that gets. Kind of gory, like the, because they, they didn't, they kind of pulled away. So mm-hmm. is it, I wonder if they, Netflix even, as far as feature films go, have to adhere to the rating they, system I at mean, all. Because they can do, uh,
1: they can do whatever the hell they want, but yeah. they do post their ratings. If you, oh, okay. if you click on a, most times if you click on it, it'll say the rating. It'll say it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty sure. I but just they didn't
0: do, know, I didn't know this in this trailer. I was like, well, yeah. what is, is this R? It's also
1: very it? content, um, you know, separated, segregated by the content. So like the Marvel mm-hmm. stuff is like, PG-13 borderline R, mm-hmm. you know? But it's mostly PG-13. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like... Uh, there's a movie that just came out called To the Bone. Uh, that is very on the R side. Okay. Um, st- so, like, you know, it depends on the content. And I think Netflix is sort of just letting people go with what they want to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, maybe reigning in just cool. a little bit. Um, but David Ayer, you know... Uh, very trusted... I trust the hell out of David Ayer. Yeah. Uh, you know, Suicide Squad aside... He didn't edit that movie. Wow. You know, so I trust David Ayer with every movie I've seen from him that is his movie, Fury, End of Watch, yeah. uh, is is phenomenal. So I'm excited cool. for this movie. Um, you know, he's, he's stepping into a genre that I've never seen him step into, besides maybe Suicide Squad, sort of. But uh,
0: And in a genre with a medium like Netflix that's, like you said, letting him do what he wants to yeah, do. Exactly. And there's just more freedom there. And this is kind of, this is the first time Netflix is going feature film, or at least kind of sci-fi action feature film with a major yeah. actor, right? Like, well, what? there's been no others?
1: There has been Fortnite? there was one movie... Um, I mean,
0: Sandler's got his movies there, if yeah. you want to even well, there, lightly...
1: There's one with Brad Pitt. It was okay. It wasn't that great of a movie. Oh, so they had Brad Pitt? Um, Brad Pitt did a movie. It is from his production company, though. Okay. So uh, it wasn't complete Netflix. I didn't see any other production companies at the beginning of this. No. It was purely Netflix. Right. Uh, so I don't know if there's more production with this because of Will Smith, or if it was just purely Netflix. Because Netflix has the money to do that. Right. They can do. They can do it. And then the in
0: theaters, want. it's a major film. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll. I'm
1: sure they'll limited release. With most Netflix movies, they do that. Wow. Uh, they so, have. Yeah. Man, I gotta... we, we don't hear about it because it drops on Netflix like the same day. So we're just like, screw it's it. Like, why bother? Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, Bright. But right. Yeah, it looks it, good. Check out the trailer if you love Will Smith doing Will Smithy things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Big Will it. Um, right. yeah, Anyway, so the next one I have was the Kingsman trailer. Kingsman, yes. yeah, the Golden Circle. This was almost a rehash of the first one.
0: This is the second? Yeah, it's a little second more. Second trailer, yeah. So okay. it's a little
1: bit more spoilery. Uh, there is some aspects that you do get. Um, a little bit more of the villain. You get a little bit more of the statesman. I don't okay. know if you heard about that. Yes. Statesman.
0: Oh, he's in the first trailer. Yeah. Saw the buckle and his uh, old-timey rifle. Yeah. And, and then it's, you, uh, What's his name?
1: Uh, Channing Tatum right uh, Channing Tatum and um, the guy from Narcos I can't remember his name right now but uh, he uh, basically y- you get a lot more of like gadgets in this one which is like a really awesome part about Kingsman. I loved yes. in the first movie just seeing new sh- new crap yeah there's new crap you know that you can play with that I want you know in my house so mm-hmm. uh, yeah I mean I don't want to get too much into that one because that one I mean it is the second trailer and this didn't drop at Comic Con so this is more of a More of a release, a full release of of the Kingsman trailer. But it was awesome.
0: I'm excited about that one. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I really am. Every
1: time I see... Because it it plays at every movie theater. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw it for Spider-Man. I saw it for Wonder Woman. It it drops like, uh, you know, those trailers play almost at every screening. Mm -hmm. Um, Every person that I've gone to, I'm like, have you seen the first one? And they're like, no. And I'm like, yeah. go home and watch it, like, right now. It's so good. Like, you don't know what you're missing. And I... I always tell people that and I don't know how many people listen to me. <laughs> um, so thousands. I would literally. hope that the people listening to this podcast listen to me because Kingsman the first movie if you haven't seen yeah, it go see that. is just phenomenal and you know all my friends if you somehow downloaded this podcast and are listening you know we got fans. So <laughs> yeah, if
0: you're like a Mark Millar fan, yeah. <laughs> if you're a James Bond fan, uh, if you're just an action genre movie fan, uh, if you're a Batman fan, you know it's kind of all within that realm. Uh, see the Kingsman, and then it's go see the second movie. one. It's a great, movie. freaking great, yeah. underrated, and like very underrated. people don't know about it very often. And I, it's one of those too. I tell people about it. Oh, see the Kingsman. Yeah, they're like, what? That was a comic book. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. great,
1: right? I I love surprising people like that. Like especially like um, I I still run into people today mm-hmm. that don't know that Walking Dead is a comic book. Yeah, and I, I, I still run into people today, and it bugs me. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, like if you love the show, the comic book, at least the first hundred. Mm-hmm. are way better than the show. Way better than the show. <laughs> yeah. and, and people don't get that. I told one of my friends last night, I was like, he, he doesn't watch Walking Dead and he doesn't read the comic. And I was like, dude, if you if you really want to get into it, I would start with the comic. Yeah. Because that's where the, its roots are, are, are in. And it's Absolutely. way, in my opinion, it's better than the show. It sucked me in better than the show. That didn't sound right. But uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. So the last trailer I have to talk about is the one out of all the trailers, which was my favorite. And it was the Ready Player One trailer, yes. which, if you don't know what Ready Player One is, it is a book by Ernest Cline, mm-hmm. who uh, basically wrote a pop culture, futuristic
0: 80s nostalgia.
1: Yeah, just awesome book. In this book, I've I bought it. You know, audio version. I bought the actual book. I've read this thing—the audiobook,
0: right? Written, uh, read by Will Wheaton. Yes, we love Will Wheaton.
1: Oh man, if if you—if any
0: references himself in 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 a
1: certain chapter.
0: Remember, he's like talking about Will Wheaton, and there he is reading the the actual audiobook. Um, I love it.
1: If you just a quick synopsis, this is like set in like the, I would say like the not so distant future in the year three thousand or something. No, it's like (laughs) twenty something. Um, anyway, but uh, basically, there's a video game that everybody plays now. It's called The Oasis. In this sort of semi-dystopian, you know, it's world. VR. It's VR basically with the super high-tech VR, right. Super high-tech VR that is completely immersive, um, and yeah, it's basically about this kid who goes on this hunt for the ultimate Easter egg in the game.
0: Yeah, because the uh, sort of uh, Steve Jobs-like uh, creator of of that world is uh, has died. Yeah, and he's given this challenge to yeah. people to win his billions
1: so back to what i was you know we're talking about this for the trailer itself is very it's, it's it's a teaser yeah you don't get very many story beats you get to you hear what the oasis is you see that you see that the oasis is a thing i yeah. guess you, you could say is that you know um you're gonna you're i love the way they're gonna do it too by the way we'll yeah. get into that but uh, uh spielberg Let yeah spielberg just... is, is spielberg's directing this and, um, yeah. holy crap uh but so you basically get to see little tastes of the awesomeness that is this this book, and I was blown away because I literally yeah. saw images <laughs> that I pictured in my head when I was reading this yes. book, and I loved it so much. And when when you can get when you can nail it that hard, I mean, hopefully, Jesus, yeah. please, Lord, that <laughs> you let this movie be as good as the book because the book is amazing. Um, you know, if it, if they can hit. Seventy-five percent of what the book is, I will be happy. I will be extremely happy, and and I agree. You know, there's gonna be stuff cut out, but I'm I, if like I said, if they can hit seventy-five percent of what this book was, I will be ecstatic.
0: I remember reading the book a few years after it came out, and there's all these licensed products that they reference yeah. in this book, and I thought, man, man if this it, is this a movie, is I hope they they're able to use them. Because there's it's things Spielberg, like Back man. to the Future in there. There's things like Centipede and all these video Wars. games and Atari and Star Wars. Like, I just hope that. I mean, it is Spielberg and he spent bazillions. So uh, we've already seen from the glimpses of this, they do get the rights for stuff. Yeah. It's Back in there. Back to the Future. Yes. The DeLorean is in this the Yeah, Giant.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. I
0: mean, so I hope they get them all. I hope uh, yeah. they just have carte blanche to, to for Spielberg I to th- express you know all, all that he wanted to with I all those think, licenses. I think
1: if at any company. If Spielberg walked up to you and was like, Hey, uh, we'll pay you this much amount of money. I'm Steven Spielberg. I've done all these movies. Uh, can we use your can we use your stuff? Yeah. And they'd just be like, so, uh yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go it. do you it. Do do your Spielberg, thing. go yeah. nuts. You're Steven Spielberg. You've done E. <laughs> e. T. and shit. Uh, so I again I am so excited about this. Me too. Um, Ready Player One. For the most part, that is the stuff that I sort of got out of Comic Con. There's a lot more that happened. Um, Some stuff pertaining to DC that's kind of big moves. Uh, One thing I saw coming out of Comic-Con was that uh, Captain Marvel is going to be set in the 90s. Right. Um, Also, the Skrulls are going to be in. The Skrull and Kree War is going to be a part of this movie. It's great. Skrulls are in the MCU now.
0: Um, they can thank Wonder Woman also for you know solidifying yeah. that there can be a primary female character in a superhero film yeah, and done right. So you're um, welcome.
1: Uh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're welcome, Marvel. I guess. Sir. <laughs> um But yeah, so it, uh, most of the news I get, you can probably look this up yourself. Um, it's from comicbook. dot com. They have the most, I would say, the most nerdy. Stuff mm-hmm. on there that—that's where I get most of my news from. Their site drives me nuts. There's so many pop-ups and ads on their site. They're sponsored. They're not one of our sponsors or anything. So <laughs> yes, you know I, I Find recommend other ways. Don't go to that. Yeah, site. I mean I would recommend that site if you're like, um, if if you really if you got just a good want, pop-up like, blocker. Yeah, if you do have a good pop-up uh. blocker. But yeah. Um... <laughs> Anyway, that's all I really brought, you know.
0: And I have one to wrap up the trailers, uh, which is the Krypton from uh, Sci-Fi. It's going to be on Sci-Fi. So they said in 2018. They still don't have a date for it, but you and I just watched it. I saw it earlier. What'd you think of that? I thought it was gorgeous. Yeah,
1: uh, very teasery, very teasery. So, yeah. you, twenty you seconds long.
0: They just really just give you little glimpses, little flashes of what the world's going to look quotes, like. Yeah. They looks like it looks polished. It looks like they spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. So I'm super excited about it. It's we'll set see. like two see. generations before the destruction of you know the planet. So Grandpa L, right? Grandpa L, yeah, Grandpa. L,
1: Grand <laughs> Grandpa. <L. Yeah. laughs>
0: there you go. <laughs> But uh, I'm super excited. They show like this sort of quick battle scene, and they show like um, a character like cutting his hand and dropping the, the blood onto this Superman panel, which I love that that actual S that they use, that yeah. symbol. It's gorgeous, kind of man from the Man of Steel infused. Yeah. Uh, but it has gold and red on it, like it looks awesome, and there it just it does definitely have that hint and feel of the way they made Krypton look in Man of Steel, but they kind of made it its own. And because it's two generations before that even happened. Mm-hmm. So I love the look and feel of it, the otherworldliness, and I can't wait. And it's sometime in twenty eighteen. But the first teaser trailer just dropped for it, so check it out. What's gonna happen in the House of L yeah. two generations looks ago? looks
1: good. Looks good. I mean I don't know how they're gonna do multiple seasons of this. We'll see. Yeah. Um see it kind of seems like a like a mini series to me, but yeah, you know, we'll see. Um we'll see. I'm excited to see it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well there you go, that uh, wraps up and closes Trailerville. Trailer. And our comic book yeah,
1: and TV news. You can pack up your, your motorhome and your car and you can leave the trailer
0: that's park right. now. Roll up the awning. <laughs> we're, we're, we're leaving camp. We're leaving Trailer City. <laughs> and the second thing that's in the nerd lobes is that San Diego Comic-Con also announced that uh, some, some image Eisner winners from the comic book title Saga. So if you haven't read Saga, go read it immediately. I don't
1: know, hold, before you get into this, I didn't know if you knew this. If you have a uh, Comic-Con, you know, lanyard, mm-hmm. if, you, if, you've, if Pass- you've been in the past... You can get into the Eisner's for free. Yes. And, like, they do them in San Diego the, around the same time. Yeah, it's always like And that. I'm just like, what? You didn't know that? I didn't know a <laughs> freaking idea. Always. Because, like, always. literally, like, if I knew that, I would go and bum someone's expired pass <laughs> and just go in and watch the Eisner's, you know what I mean? Because, well, I mean, I don't know if you I – mean, we would love to go to San Diego Comic-Con if, if, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, if you want us there. I don't, we're not, I don't know if we're high-key enough or whatever, but uh, <laughs> at the same time – don't really want to go to Comic Con because it's freaking packed and you know it's a yep. lot of stuff. But I would love to go to Comic Con. I haven't been in years. Uh, but
0: <laughs> we're calling you. Out, San Diego. Yeah. But
1: at the same time, I would love to just go to the Eisners. Yes. So if you if you have a pass and you want to go to the Eisners, you know, go. You right. have a you have a freaking pass. Like it's free. Go yeah. do it. Uh, find out where it is because I don't know where it is you find it there's
0: a map but it's a prestigious award of course given out every single year to the best of, of the comics. best it's the Oscars of comics and they, they already released that saga won a bunch of them Brian of K. Vaughn won for best writer uh, for saga and for paper girls and even the artist Fiona Staples she took two home for best cover artist nice. and best penciler slash anchor nice. individual or team and then the best continuing series They won that as well for Saga. So congratulations to Team Saga. You guys, uh, you've 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 done it. You've already won some of the prestigious Eisner Awards, (laughs) and you guys are really just crafting a masterclass piece of art and literature. It's just gorgeous. Go get Saga. We highly recommend you read this comic book. It's uh, beautiful stuff. Do it.
1: It's made our picks a lot. A
0: ton. So congratulations to you guys and Saga to all the Eisners that you've won. I think that's like eight altogether.
1: Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah.
0: It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, I'm
1: still trying to catch up, man. Do up it.
0: Do it now. And the last thing on my nerd brain is that I'm actually writing a comic book called Zombie Destroyers. Yes. I'm doing the writing, the coloring, the lettering, and my friend Jordan Hudson's doing his amazing art. Please check him out on Instagram at Jordan underscore Hudson underscore art. His art is beautiful. And you can also see our site, zombiedestroyers.com. We've listed some sample pages there. I'm actually closing the site down at the end of the month. I'm going to infuse it over to sunspotscomics.com. But for now, you can actually still, still see stuff about my comic book on Zombiedestroyers.com. And just a quick update really fast. I do have in my possessions page 21 through 23. And I gave Jordan the final layouts for for the writing and the panel layout for eight, pages 24. And I've actually got my Hueyon GT191. It's on its way. Uh, thank you, by the way, for all of you that helped me select this tablet for coloring Zombie Destroyers. You know who you are. Thank you so very much. Especially Chef. Really appreciate it. Uh, but I went with the Hueyon over the Cintiq to just save thousands of dollars. and uh, <laughs> But it has all the features that I want to color Zombie Destroyer. So again, thank you. You all know who you are. That helped advise me to pick my Hueyon GT191. I can't believe it. It's on its way. Saved a ton of money. So uh, that's just a little Zombie Destroyer's update. I'm getting ready to jump right in and dive into the full coloring aspect of it to have issue number one of zombie destroyers out sometime this year we're shooting for it i'm going to self-publish it myself so please check it out sunspotscomics.com and zombie uh so
1: next up we just want to mention spotlighting which is a segment on the show where we talk to independent comic creators or you know you know mainstream comic creators if you want to come on right. uh we talk to them and we, we like to sign some sunspots comics love um you know just to you know, spread the word you know and and sort of yes. you know Find your inspiration and stuff and uh, so if, if you are a writer, artist, colorist, letterer, send us a link to your stuff. We'd like to, you know, read whatever, you know, you got and yes. check out whatever. Send us a review copy or whatever you want, um and to uh, our emails at Chris at Sunspots Comics.com or Justin at Sunspotscomics.com. Or you can message us on Facebook and Instagram and stuff at Sunspots Comics and yes. just Sunspots. Um, and yeah so yeah, you know you we're can... independent comic creators we got stuff going on in the in our brains and so <laughs> you know if we had a if we had a venue like this we'd love to you know go on and stuff so yeah. um,
0: look at the feed go into the feed you can see our past interviews they're yeah. there just you can see them Absolutely. some of them are listed in the body of the actual podcast itself or they're in the title of other people that we've interviewed in the past which some of them are fantastic all of them are fantastic yeah. so
1: Absolutely. thank you very much they're usually the very long episodes like the two hour ones yes um, but yeah so check them out uh Yeah, so on to our favorite part Yes, let's go uh, So our, you know, comic book recommendations Yes For this week uh, So this was for New Comic Book Day Wednesday, the 19th? Uh, July, July 19th, 19th. Yeah yep. um, So semi-spoiler alert uh, Yes But don't worry. don't worry Don't um, worry We're not going to spoil too much except for maybe one We kind of want to spoil Yeah, one.
0: we'll give an extra spoiler <laughs> alert at the end um,
1: But yeah, we don't like to spoil too much You know, we usually leave out the last few pages Uh, But just in case, spoiler alert. And uh, to see everything that we're reading, you can go to um, uh, sunspotscomics.com where we have our favorite picks of the week since May of 2015. Uh, You can click on pull lists and uh, you can see all 148... Uh, down, we actually, we minimized some, Yeah, right?
0: we chiseled it down to 116. Wow, yeah, so... Which is crazy. You
1: know, 100, still a <laughs> lot of freaking books. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we chiseled it down to 116, so you can see all that on sunspotscomics.com if you click on pull list. Um, and, yeah, we've updated and compacted Sunspots Comics, so now we're super proud of it. So please check it out. Yes,
0: and this week's artist winner, Jorge Jimenez. Uh, you can find him uh, on Jorge uh, J o r g e underscore Jimenez J i m e n e z underscore comic book artist, which I love that on everything Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. For his beautiful, gorgeous art on Super Sons issue number six.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, and let me tell you, his his stuff is just the so... first.
1: The first like three pages, I was like. This is supposed to be, a, like, a kid book? <laughs>
0: right, is it? It was
1: dark and creepy. It like was dark?
0: And that was, like, introducing this new villain, but, man, he just shows the villain's hands, and he's sculpting clay, and he's just, like, strangely lit in this dark environment with this, like, single light bulb kind of dangling in the room. Yeah. And you just don't see his full, like, full outline. You just yeah. don't know really who he is, and... It just sets this really gruesome tone and then goes right into the glorious, <laughs> beautiful skyline of Metropolis and the very bright sort of family, Superman family, you know, having just a... They're making sandwiches and packing the lunch yeah. for the next day of school. And it just has this Americana brightness family feel to it, right? And that's where Jorge Menez like, shines. I mean, he really has the character faces down. Yeah, and dude, he
1: nails, he nails Clark Kent. Oh, just I just nails love him.
0: It. I love the way he looks, right? It's yeah. just this... This peaceful, very Boy Scouty, humble, hits, you know, I think he hit it in
1: like the eyes and the eyebrows. Like that's where he got it for me. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, then you, you, you jump over to like Gotham, almost, right? They're in Gotham. They they're right? in Metropolis. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're um, uh, basically they they jump over to Metropolis and and the just the cityscapes and yeah, just the characters are just freaking phenomenal. You got Robin and Superboy, so you know you got kid characters, but it's just gorgeous. man.
0: Like, Those backgrounds, that's where he really shines because a lot of yeah, comic book artists, can... when they, they do these sort of far off shots where there's another character coming into the frame, they'll really lose a lot of the detail mm-hmm. and Jorge Jimenez just maintains that detail so that everything is sort of hyper-focused. There's really not, not too much blurring out yeah. in anything. And the sort of almost fifth or sixth page where it's like another sort of splash page where they actually give the title which is called Planet of the Capes <laughs> Part 1 Team Beat it's just this beautiful moonlight in the background and Superboy is just jumping towards the frame and you have Damian there just brooding and his hood on of course and he's, they're both are sort of they are just flying into place like jumping down to us that's just gorgeously paneled yeah, and beautiful, beautiful drawing so uh, Jorge Jimenez is easily the artist winner of the week yeah, and uh, did you agree? Did you have that? Yeah
1: it, what's funny is so I, you, I had no consultation on this but yeah. this was my art winner.
0: So. Excellent good I like that <laughs> when it just happens you're very much my son. <laughs> and uh, and cover artist of the of the week, the artist winner was Russell Dowderman for Mighty Thor, issue number twenty one. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean how yeah. it was framed with the sort of evil fire elves with their hands yeah. reaching out yeah, that was awesome. in the blurred foreground. Like covering
1: the camera almost like like yeah. And
0: then it frames the Thors. So this is the first time we all four yeah. Thor's. Yeah,
1: you got uh, you know, Mighty Thor, which is, you know, uh, Jane Foster. Foster. Uh and then to the left you have uh, unworthy thor which is Thor Odinson. Odinson. And then uh I don't know his name but he's the war thor on the yeah. right.
0: Volstag?
1: Oh yeah yeah you got it. Yeah Volstag, Volstag. who's the fat, you know, red-headed bearded one. <laughs> and not fat uh, anymore. They just got unfatted. Yeah he's uns- just huge him. now. He's <laughs> freaking ripped.
0: But yeah um happens when you hold on to a, you <laughs> with, know, yeah, like a frickin hammer. Hammer from, from the gods. Yeah um you, get so you, abs. Got,
1: you got all three yeah you got all you got all three Thors yeah, you three know.
0: Thors. I said four earlier three
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan I want yeah. another one four yeah. Thors uh, four
0: Thors in seven years ago
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so you get all three um character design is awesome right uh unworthy Thor right now is probably my favorite of the three Thors you know um. Yeah. I think. Although i super the most, for War Thor.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, we'll see where that goes.
1: In this issue, you do get a lot of that, but uh, yes. I don't want to spoil too much yet. Uh, but Unworthy Thor to me is the best character design. You know, just because he's it's so bare bones. Yeah. He's got basically a tank top on and a cape. Mm-hmm. He's got his his head. You know, or like his almost shaved head. Like he's got really short hair, and yeah. he's got an axe. Yeah. Which cooler simple. than you know what's cooler than hammers? Axes. Axe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I mean, just the character design there is just awesome.
0: Yeah, an Unworthy Thor in the center, I mean, uh, you know, Mighty Thor in the center, Jane Foster's Thor. Uh, she's just making this hand gesture that's pointing away, and there's actual, I like when there's dialogue on a cover. That it, This little, this little moment actually is part of the story, and it's just says, step aside, boys, let Thor handle this. And she's got that hand placed out, and just the muscles, and the sort of, again, that light lightning touch that's coming from her eyes and from Mjolnir. It's just gorgeously framed with this crazy orange red flame hands of these fire elves all around them. So it's just beautiful. Yeah, fire goblins. Yeah, right. fire goblins. <laughs> so way to go Russell Douterman. Please follow him at rdouterman d a u t e r m a n everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. But definitely the artist cover uh, winner this week. Did you agree? Was that yours also? Yeah,
1: um <laughs> I don't remember. I did pick one, but it w- I don't think it was this one. Um, my
0: second was James Bond, because it's, it's uh, Smallwood, Greg Smallwood yeah. of, Mo- of Moon Knight. You that know what, looking,
1: looking at him right now, I definitely would agree with you. You kind of talked me into it.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Winner! Fantastic. And uh, the breakdown. Give him the breakdown this week. Uh, so early. we
1: read 23 comics this week, and seven of them made it to the Great Ones list. Uh, that is, you know, Not it's, bad. Pretty, it's pretty low, it's I mean, on, on the standard hard. of what we're used to. Yeah, we want uh, that 50%. Yeah, yeah we so, didn't get there. Yeah. Um. But, um. yeah, that's, you know, it's it's almost, uh, you know, 50%, I guess. But uh, new number ones, we had one new number, uh, two. Wait, what? Two? Yeah, two new, new, two new number, number ones, ones one, and only one, one of them. them. Made it. Yeah, James Bond, uh, Kill, Kill Chain. Chain was the one, uh, which is 50%, which is cool. That's good. Um, so let's get into it. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, let's go. Let's go. This is our Great Ones list of comic books that came out for new comic book day July. 19th. We consider these to be the greatest of the great ones this week so go to your local comic book shop and buy these immediately. It's totally worth it. So here we go. Let's break in. You ready, Jess Let's do it. Alright, so coming in at number seven is from Marvel Comics. Daredevil. Issue number 24. This is written by Charles Soule. And this is art by Alec Morgan. So this is a new artist, by the way. Yes. But you barely noticed that, right? Yeah, barely. It just um, totally matched everything from before.
1: This should have been higher ranked, man.
0: Come on. <laughs> um, but, only seven this week, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's funny, too. Like one I'm one
0: glad one. you love this, though, and you believe it to be higher ranked, because yeah. um, I maybe the new artist in a way was a slight knockdown, if you will. Um, also, there wasn't very much action in this, but... The core of it is what? What is the core? I'll, I didn't, we didn't even talk about this before. What is the core of it's, this? It's
1: it's the courtroom, I guess you could say, right? Like the core is basically law, you know. Yeah. So, but essentially, what happens in this book is that um, Matt Murdoch <laughs> Matt Murdock, is the lead lawyer on this case against this sort of terrorist uh, right. act, but he put himself as Daredevil on the stand. Right. And so he's including a superhero in his trial right. which has never been done before. And he's trying to change the way crime is handled. He wants all superheroes to have a chance to be introduced into the actual formal law. Which is, I think, such a good idea. Right. Writing, writing-wise, that's such a great idea. It's never been done before. I'm surprised it's never been done before. Right. Um, but it's so beautiful cuz cuz he just basically i've always said this about daredevil he's he's 100% a hero yeah 100% of the time at night he's fighting crime yeah uh you All know on the on the, on the streets life, right? yeah on yeah. the streets and by day he's a freaking lawyer putting cr- putting criminals away like right. it's awesome i yeah. you know uh or technically he's a defense lawyer so he's mm-hmm. not putting criminals away but he's defending people he's he's a hero 100% of the time right um so this in this book uh in this issue uh
0: but he's an, a, a district attorney now, so he yeah. is. That's not defending, right? That's actually well. He's,
1: he, you know, in his family law and his first practice, he was a defense attorney. So he, yeah. what he's really known for. But uh, he's now he's a he's a district attorney since he got his yeah. secret identity back. But uh, this is basically the aftermath of losing a very big case. Yes. Uh. Well, not very very big case per se. It was a very big like uh.
0: Well, it was in the vein of him trying to have superheroes be able to be on yeah. the stand as a uh, like sort of supreme... mystery witness, if you will. Yeah. There's a different term for it. But I love that Charles Soul's an actual attorney, so we it has this feeling of legitimacy of the law.
1: And I was really interested. There's a show, um, American Crime Story, the one they did about O.J. Simpson. Oh, yeah. This reminded me – I mean, the, all the court stuff in this book reminds me a lot of that. Yeah. And I loved that show. And so um, – I'm very entertained with very entertained by all the lost stuff surprisingly but uh this also had you know kingpin some stuff going on right kingpin but then at the end towards the end you get a reconciliation with foggy and foggy and Daredevil foggy and Matt have this sort of fallen out. And you get this reconciliation almost, and it's yeah. just beautiful. I loved that
0: scene. That was my favorite part of the comic. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, for me. You know, he did take a step back and got hit with trying to have superheroes being able to be on the witness stand. Yeah. But he's going to these court of appeals, and he's going to file this form, which he wants they to even, go to Supreme Court. Yeah, they even wanna... talk about what the form is. I mean, there is some legal jargon here, but it doesn't drive you nuts. And the, the really Foggy and Matt sitting down finally and talking about what has sort of split their relationship and why it is the way it is. And sort of what simply happens here what Matt needed to simply do which I'm not going to waste the aspect but what he needed to do there was, was finally awesome. done and they and they've come to terms with it and they're they're talking again and that's always been a core element of Daredevil for me and that, that it's been missing Yeah. but it constantly is a uh, Charles Soul does a wonderful job of sprinkling in how it still affects yeah. Matt and he yeah, wants to absolutely. make up with Foggy but he's not sure how well how this all came together is very realistic yes. feeling and it's just something that happens to everyone in your, in your writing. life yeah where you know you have a great friend and something falls out and you either gonna fix it or you don't and i'm so glad that they did yeah. uh that's great it. writing man I, i'm yeah. so
1: happy yeah so, happy so
0: that's why i was number seven check it out for just that you like uh
1: should have been higher. Sh-
0: <laughs> nice but it was great <laughs> and uh i want to see um hopefully a little better art I, it was great um but i think there's a it was a little bit of a step down for me a smidge maybe that's why i hit it off that way but i love the the, foggy the coloring and of stuff. this book is really awesome. But yeah, yeah they, um, I'm glad they've kept Matt Miller. Yeah. He's been coloring it for like 20 issues, so yeah. I'm um, glad they kept there. So
1: number 6 yes. is our cover art winner, uh Mighty Thor number 21. Yes. Uh, written by Jason Aaron uh, yep. and new new uh,
0: artist by the way.
1: Really? Okay, Valerio yeah. Skeedy. Um, or Shitty? No.
0: Shitty? S C H I S C H I T I pronounced Shitty. I don't know. He's Italian. Shitey. Skyty. We're so sorry. Yeah, we apologize um, in advance. You know, I'm
1: just going to stop talking. <laughs> take it
0: The away. Russell Downerman's cover, of course, <laughs> gorgeous art winner. But uh, tell us about uh, this, Justin. What did you think of number six?
1: Uh, well, this was just action packed, man. It's Warthor kicking yeah. some major fire goblin ass. Yes. Um, and he's pissed off. So, yeah, very pissed off. Very pissed off. So, and he, he, I
0: love that what they say about him, right? Uh, Volstag, like that his uh, his anger uh, is has always driven like driven in him, like the very hunger that drives yeah.
1: him. So now <laughs> he like hungers for killing stuff. Vengeance. Yeah, and so uh, he's, he's murdering some. Fire well, remember what men. they did to those kids yeah. in the last one? Oh Jesus, that's yeah. That
0: you want to see terrible. murdering going on with what they um, did to these kids, the elf kids,
1: right? Yeah, the the, the yeah, elf, yeah, the light elf, <laughs> yeah. Um, but man, yeah, for for the most part, just the freaking coloring of this book oh, yeah. was just great. I mean, I there's so much reds and blues and dark blacks and, you yes. know, um but Warthor is legit, man. He's not <laughs> yeah. he's not you're not joking around. Yeah. He, he screws some some people up. Yeah, he
0: does. And you're right about the sort of dark backgrounds, blue lightning and then yep. the red fire goblins sort of <laughs> contrasting there and I just love it from his helmet to his just whole outfit and the sort of the Ultimates axe yes. that he has. It's a little bit bigger Ax handle, hammer. too, which
1: I think is awesome. Like it makes it more of a sledgehammer feeling. Like it, it's bigger.
0: I don't remember the spike on the end either. I think no. that's a little new. Am I it didn't have that before. Maybe,
1: maybe the hammer shifts when it's Warthor. There you go. Know, who knows?
0: And it gives you abs, and you lose weight. Yeah.
1: So you know, it's different. So though, apparently, like, Volstagg was like Worthy this whole time. Like I just think that's kind of kind of kind of crazy. I think it was true of heart, his character, right? And well, maybe in that moment, you know, he he became Worthy.
0: And but, I guess gluttony oh. wasn't a uh, thank goodness that wasn't like a, a requisite a prerequisite to be to hold a hammer. Gluttony, <laughs> gluttony even like no, sorry, not worthy. Yeah. You eat too much. You're too fat. Too many calories.
1: You're too fat. Um, <laughs> too fat. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this was just action packed, man. And yeah, uh, you do get some flavor with unworthy Thor and Jane Foster at the end. Yes, that I do like. Uh, but. For is this is her
0: comic. This is not Warthor, yeah. right? But she's barely in this. Yeah, Warthor was the main
1: <laughs> aspect, but yeah. it was just so good, man. And and the continuation of Unworthy Thor's story. Yeah, I love because I loved Unworthy Thor. It was great. But uh, you, you get you get some uh, you get the Enchantress. Yes, you get, I forget the guy's name. Uh, her like minion dude, mm-hmm. and basically, like I said, man, it's just action packed. Awesomeness,
0: yeah, another one of those quick reads because there's so much fun action yes, going on in absolutely. it. But uh, where you do get your mighty Thor and Jane Foster sprinkled in there is where the, the cancer is taking over. Like, yeah. uh, Jane Foster's not looking too good, and is she gonna make it? Is she not? And even uh, Unworthy Thor is like, Look, uh, being mighty Thor and having Mjolnir is killing you. Like, yeah, stop. you need to you know, slow it down, and uh, what's gonna happen there, folks? But you the gotta reason- see.
1: The reason why she one the aspect of the book the reason why she's worthy of of being Thor is because she's willing to sacrifice to sacrifice yeah. her you know her her cancer and, yeah, and you know her life her, right. her life to to help people with with Mjolnir. so I just think that's that's such great writing such a great idea you know and she
0: wants no magic help right she yeah. wants no God help so yeah. uh, then well Jane um you're gonna die <laughs>
1: yeah, um but yeah so it's such a good book I you know yeah. can't say good enough
0: Get Mighty Where's Thor. It's just wonderful and beautifully drawn. <laughs> so coming in at number five is from Action Lab Danger Zone, Spencer and Locke, issue number four of four.
1: Before we get into the comic book, I know you are you, – I, I listened to the podcast last week because I wasn't – you know, I was getting drunk. But, um <laughs> – uh, they did. They did get a movie. I thought that was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: discussed it. Isn't that great? Yeah. Um. And they totally the same uh, guys re- that
1: did like Resident Evil and stuff too. So
0: and the whole team Spencer and Locke. They like retweeted. They liked. They sort of you know blasted me on everything. Yeah. They they are um, really nice of them.
1: Yeah. They they listen to the podcast. So like I thought that was awesome. You know. They they definitely. Stick with the independent, you know, creators, you know, roots. Yes. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm proud of you guys. Thanks for putting out such a great book. Yeah. And issue number four. That's
0: writer just, David Pipos, by the way. Thank you, David. And uh, art by uh, Jorge Santiago Jr. Colors by Jason Smith. Like, they've all sort of collectively taken part and spread in spreading the word here when I talked about it on issue number 115. So, uh Spencer and Locke. So this is the uh, the finale, quote unquote. Um, this
1: is the end of shark. an arc. I'm sure they'll do another one. This is awesome, though. Yes. Um, Tell the they, gist. Well, so the gist is it's Calvin and Hobbes if he was grown up and a cop. I guess you could say. So it's it's brutal Calvin and Hobbes. Yes. Um, it's it's grown up Calvin and Hobbes, which is awesome. Uh, you get these messed up like such heart wrenching stories. In Calvin and Hobbes style, in the beginning of each book, yes. and it's just beautifully written because you, you you learn more about the character in such what you would think is a childish way, right. but it's really not, and it's such great writing. Um,
0: but it's really a brutal glimpse into oh, yeah, the absolutely. into the real like primary issues that this character has, and uh, even when he's like on this rooftop, which you think is sort of cute and funny moment. When in reality, he wants to jump from this rooftop into (laughs) his transubstantiator that will change him into a bird, but at the same time, it's tackling, like, sort of the real issue of a young child wanting to kill himself. Yeah, Yeah, like... And,
1: you know, what I think is crazy, too, is, like, Spencer stops him. He's an imaginary friend, so in a sense, you're getting into the insanity of this character, but at the same time, you're breaking down at why he's still a good person, which is insane. Um but in getting into the heart of the book, into the, 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 I would say like just what you're, you're really coming to hear, to see, yeah. <laughs> I would say is, is in the epitome of this, of this issue because it's just action, action packed. Yeah. Uh, there's some heart wrenching stuff, uh, involved. buddy cop fun. But yeah, buddy cop fun. Definitely. There was one part too that I literally was just like, like, man, that was cool. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a little messed up. But, uh, he so he. I don't know if he did. He know that he had a daughter. I forget. No, no, he didn't know. But no, anyway, definitely
0: it, revealed in there. So spoiler. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's
1: in like it's like on the fourth page of the book. So yeah. you know. Um. It's early so basically. On.
0: But what a personal tale! For, yeah,
1: absolutely. And he—I didn't, I didn't the, know I was going to get this personal. And, and
0: yeah, because ultimately it was this ex-girlfriend that was murdered, and he was on the case of that. But also very much violating every police code that there is, right? Oh so yeah. he's kind of a rogue, not following the rules, cop. rogue cop. But I love that uh, you always have his uh, funny, fuzzy imaginary friend—you uh, <laughs> know, Spencer—always there to sort of guide him. It's the—it's the id, but in a way, it's his moral compass. It's that—it's that. It's yeah. that you know, it's the uh, Geppetto uh, that follows yeah. him around and guides Geppetto. him in a in You mean a Jiminy? Way. I mean Jiminy. Yeah, Geppetto's, Geppetto's that's the, right. The, the dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Geppetto is the uh, um, yeah Jiminy. He's that Jiminy character, but with a positive moral compass.
1: Yeah, sort of. But they still kill people and of, stuff. They yeah, um, still violates police yeah, law. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so the, uh, I don't want to spoil the right. what happens, but. Uh, you know Locke's father's involved in this. Yeah, it gets more personal, um, right? Yeah, and and the action of this one is just absolutely brutal. Reminded me of of I would say like, <laughs> I mean I know it's being compared to Pulp Fiction or yeah, like Quentin Tarantino totally that but Pulp up. Fiction it's just jacked up you know and yeah um such a great such great writing though I mean I I you really care for these guys especially by issue four which is crazy you know. Uh, getting to know these characters so fast.
0: I just thought of a funny name they should name uh, Locke's dad. It should be like he should just name him Pop. You know, I think he calls him Pop, Pop in this, right? Locke. Like, hey Pop. His middle name is like with an N, so it's like Pop and Locke. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah. why that came into my head, but uh, it's Pop and Locke.
1: But uh, I'm sad to see this go, and I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's going to be or a if movie, it's apparently. a break and whatever. yeah, I'm sad to see it go. I. I'm looking forward to see more. I'm looking forward to see a movie if they, you know, if it goes through. Uh, I mean, it, I I loved issue number four. Probably every issue I think I've liked more and more. Yeah, it's like um, it's gotten better each yeah. time incrementally. And uh, I would definitely say that th- this is probably one of the best. I, I would say of the four, this is probably definitely on top. I would say, but uh, you gotta check this out, especially since the movie. There's movie rumors going around right. now, so buy Spencer and Locke because I would say it's probably going to get more expensive. Yep, and going to be hard <laughs> to find.
0: I mean, it is Action Lab Danger Zone, so it's limited print right there, so tough to get. So get to your local comic shop, tell me you want it. It is definitely kind of kind of a hard end feeling here, but I like yeah. that it's just this storyline that's that's definitely taking a hard end and they could go in multiple ways with this and different storylines, but I oh, hope absolutely. they stay in the area of being personal to him. Um, <laughs> you know, people Just go he's go with.
1: more, go further down the rabbit hole of this child's messed up, you know, childhood. Yes, and
0: even how the how the child I think her name was Hope I want to say her name is Hope, but or whatever her name is, I just love that you know since we already said it's his daughter that uh, she can also see Spencer too, and yeah. that sort of well
1: at first she's kind of like what right but then there's a scene I mentioned it before that's just like wow like okay yes I I get why Spencer's there it's a defense mechanism you know so right um. But Loved I, I just
0: love the concept, love the action, love the buddy buddy com, you know comedy aspects of it, and the very personal uh, you know cop story that he's dealing with the you know his ex girlfriend being murdered. So it all gets answered here, folks. So go get Spencer and Locke issue number four Great or four. Stuff. Good, good stuff. Love it, love it, love
1: it. Uh, so number coming in at number four is uh, Super Suns number six our art winner by Jorge Jimenez. Yes. Um, who wrote this? This is written by Mr. Uh, Peter... Okay, yeah, Peter... I I don't know why I didn't remember that. Peter J. Tomasi uh, is on the, you know, story. Uh, Jorge manages the artist, which we mentioned earlier. Uh, This is basically... (laughs) This is basically, (laughs) like, Robin being uh, a bully (laughs) to, 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 you know, to Superboy. Uh, and not letting him play with the Teen Titans. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> he doesn't want him to play with any toys whatsoever. Yeah. He's just hoarding all the toys. And I love that even the Teen Titan, they just sort of... Like, hey, look, he it's what? easier to let him feel yeah. like he runs the thing than to argue yeah. with him. It's like yeah. they sort of placate him in that yeah. way, which I love. But this is like Boys Night Out, right? Even yeah. even the parents, even the you know the... The Kent family have okayed him being out till ten o'clock, till but 10 he has to be PM, home, yeah. right? And he's like, "But, but, Dad, Damien's dad lets him out all night. <laughs> Damian's
1: dad also dresses like a bat and gets been... punched in the face like every night." and uh, then I
0: love that he even agrees. Like he's like, "Look, he gets knocked in the head twenty-eight times a night," uh, and so maybe he's not the best person to let yeah. his son be out all night. And <laughs> even even Jonathan was like, "Yeah, mom and hey, dad, that's a good you're point. Probably right." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: But uh, you know, you know, John has uh super strength, so Right you know, I, he's probably he's probably okay to be out you know, late yeah. at night. But uh It's gonna be um, fine. Yeah, so this is just I just love that the the Teen Titans were in this. This is yeah. awesome. Uh the, you know, you get Aqualad, uh, you get Raven, you get Beast Boy and Starfire. Yes. Um uh, Aqualad and Starfire are a little bit older, you can yeah. tell. Uh they're the late they're teens. maybe yeah, late teens. <laughs> uh so they're they're like, you know, Titans, yeah, I definitely. guess. You know, more. Just t- uh, they're not really teens, but... Uh, Still technically. It's just, I it was just awesome to see them, you know, playing around with them, and then they get their asses whooped. Um.
0: <laughs> but I love how they're, like, saving cats out of trees. Yes. They're, like, stopping a guy from jaywalking was their first thing, and they're petting this adorable, you know, bulldog, yeah, I mean, and he's like, bulldog. look, man, and Damien's so serious about this, look, man, you start with, you know, with with jaywalking, and next thing you know, you're robbing banks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Jonathan's like, dude, ease up. Like, yeah. <laughs> chill out. Like, he's not going to start robbing banks from uh, crossing the street when he's not yeah, supposed yeah. to.
1: Uh, so this is basically, I, I would say, like a coming-of-age part of John's story, of, of Superboy's story, because, you know, he wants to save the world, and he wants to play with the, the Teen Titans, and he wants to, you know, do bigger things. Right. But, you know... In the meantime, he's only 10 years old and he's saving cats out of trees. Right. Yeah, so he's like,
0: he's, he's got that parental base and whereas yeah. like, uh, Bruce is kind of not around and just sort of <laughs> lets Damien do whatever.
1: Well, da- <laughs> yeah. Damien was raised and you know, um, by the, you know, the uh, League of Assassins. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, Damien's going to do what Damien wants to do. You know what do. this
0: is to me too? This is like an exploration in two different types of teens. Yeah, yeah, very angsty, very I'm not going to do whatever my parents want me to, yeah. be, I'm going to do whatever. And then you got Jonathan that's like he loves his parents and it's like he has a good home base and he respects them and and gets home a minute before his curfew is up. And uh, I it just like that that you have sort of the light and the dark, that duality that, you know, that yeah. angsty and not angsty. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's just it it pairs well. <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: it it definitely does cuz I mean, well, I, I mean, it it's plain in the frickin' cover, you know, you got Superboy, who's, you know, obviously the son of the Blue Boy Scout, and Robin, who's the son of Batman, so you you get, you're obviously gonna get these two stark, you know, polar opposites of, you know, Damien's obviously gonna be the dark one, and, you know... Superboy's obviously going to be the bright one, so yep. uh, I love this book. I haven't, Me too. I haven't read too many of this. I've read like three of the six. Oh, good. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to read the next one because it leads off, or it ends with a yeah, uh, pretty fun, pretty awesome cliffhanger.
0: Yes, and it's just setting up of this new bad guy they introduced at the beginning and then a great cliffhanger yeah. at the end. So awesome. just a ton of fun. Super Sons. Go get it. It's only yeah. on issue number six, and that's our definitely our art winner with Jorge Jimenez. Absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. So now here we go, breaking into the top three, James, is the big three. So coming in number three, you ready?
1: Yep. Uh, James Bond, Kill Chain number one. Yes. Uh, this is our only new number one. Got um, th- beat it. Yeah, so this was written by Andy Dink- Diggle. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And I almost said Andy Dingle. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Andy Diggle, uh, an art by Luca Castelguida.
0: Castellinguida. <laughs> Castellinguida. Yeah, so Castellinguida. i sorry, Luca. He uh, did the previous arc that we, Hammerhead, that I really loved oh, okay. with James Bond. So I kept going with this, and we got Greg Smallwood of yeah. of Moon Knight on covers. Yeah. And there is this beautiful cover of James Bond standing there in this smoke. And if you look, it's hands yeah, like awesome. coming around his throat. Gorgeous, and of course yep. he's holding the. Uh, the gun in his hand PP but
1: whatever nineteen or something. Yeah. LOT uh, But this is just like uh, it's like the the beginning of every James Bond movie. Yes. You get like an introduction to what's happening and who you're gonna be fighting. Bad guys introduced. Um and then you get um, a little bit of flavor of James Bond Hooking up with somebody.
0: Yeah, and you fir- first think they're fighting, but they're actually sparring with Rika, this primary and female. And then idiot.
1: they're banging. Of
0: course, yeah. He's um, and Bond. then he's Habitual doing, banger. Yeah. He's got to do his thing.
1: <laughs> and then he's robbing her of information. Yeah. Uh, at the end, and then he takes off to work.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, uh, but uh, Duty calls, and yeah. let her on the on the bed with a rose.
1: <laughs> yeah, and but it's basically a double cross. Uh, This chick is working against him She's got his fingerprints now
0: Haven't they At least one thing I mean I'm okay with The very typical James Bond Beginning right Yeah But no woman should ever Take a shower Around James Bond Like if she's an agent Just never do that right Why They go in the shower And then he's obviously You know Breaking into things They should have a camera These female (laughs) people That are going to be with James Bond Have a camera in the shower I'm just saying
1: If you're smart You don't You don't sleep with James Bond
0: Right Or just take a shower afterwards (laughs) Just don't take a shower, because then just, he won't be able to do anything.
1: Or just don't sleep with him. <laughs> yeah, there's just, that too, sure. Just don't let him touch you with his penis. But hey, a girl can get uh,
0: hers too, you know, it's yeah. no stereotypical or yeah, whatever, just, double... No, yes. uh, <laughs> just um, have a camera in the shower, you'll be fine, you won't be doing anything while you're showering.
1: But uh, anyway, so <laughs> James Bond is following Rika. Uh, yeah, and they've given him
0: orders to take R- Rika yeah. out.
1: And uh, She's Rika gotta go. meets with this dude, and then all of a sudden this dude is dead. Yeah, there's another guy involved, so there's a third
0: person involved yes. in this drop off and
1: uh, CIA apparently was this right. Guy. Uh, but you get double, triple cross Martin, going on. Right? That's got to be an Aston Martin. Yep, definitely. Uh, it looks like an Aston Martin. There's no, you know, emblems on it. Or Not anything, brought but, to uh, you by. Not he's driving a car that looks like an Aston Martin, <laughs> and uh, he confronts Rika and like shoots her. Yeah, But she's we not won't dead. Right. <laughs> it's uh, James Bond. She's not That's dead.
0: the whole setup. I mean, there's a little more action. and We don't spoil every yes. single second of it, but that's the Art gist. Art was awesome. Art was fantastic. Luca is just top-notch. Like, go see the Hammerhead series. Totally great. But I'm super excited about this bad guy they introduced in the beginning. Needed, yeah. And what he does with rocks is pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like that he, they're really setting up an interesting-looking yeah. kind of Russian bad guy. Yeah. But uh, great look and feel. It also has that... Every episode uh, with James Bond done by Luca Casalinguita has like a director's cut of it where they show uh, black and white art at the end and sort of their motivation behind it. And I love it. And I do think that uh, because I remember from following Greg Smallwood on Instagram that he's taking over art on this. Uh, either really? on this chain or, oh, or this, uh, on Kill Chain 3 or something
1: I mean I'll do with both of them but yeah, man alright well yeah
0: that's what uh, <laughs> Greg Smallwood said on his Instagram but anyway I just love the bonus sort of director's con- you know, stuff content at the end and it's just uh, it's jam packed it's good go get James Bond Kill Chain issue number 1 just awesome. came out so jump right in it's awesome. awesome definitely worthy of a number 3 and it's just the art style is just so great and noir and dark and, and very detailed beautiful beautiful art
1: so, number two is uh, Superman number 27. Yes. Uh, this is like the 4th of July issue, I yes. would say. Yes, patriotic
0: uh, winner of the month of, of, um, that I can of remember in a long time. Yeah. Even um, more than Rebels, right? But who's the yeah, team on this one? We got uh, one of those weird DC things where they like to put the team at the very end or something. But uh, I think it's Tomasi also. He's doing Super Sons as well, so I'm um, pretty sure it's it's Tomasi. Yeah, yeah and pretty Art pretty by Tomasi. Patrick Gleason. Okay, I uh, love Patrick Leeson on Superman. He's he started out, remember, in the in the like one through whatever, and then left, uh, and now he's back. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So um, I'm so glad. But man, okay, I, I don't want to spoil too much of this because this is such a good issue. Um, I'm glad you love this because yeah, um,
0: I was surprised because Superman has kind of been taking a little curve towards the lower end of the scale of reviews lately,
1: yeah.
0: and this shot it right back up.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't get choked up a lot in comic books yes but man there was one part
0: there was three parts in here but yes what was your one well word? there
1: was one part that really got me choked up and it's, it has to do with a, a veteran yes um, who is you know happens to be homeless and has you know lost his legs and uh you know Superman being who he is and uh John being this like curious character help this uh you know veteran out yeah and buy him dinner and like you know um Clark kind of steps up for this guy yeah. when like the 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 um the hostess the, the hostess doesn't want to let him in and he steps up and like defends this guy and and you know yeah. it, to me it was the very end where he he actually the owner of this restaurant actually offers the guy a job it was
0: beautiful um, beautiful scene and his his Clark Kent statement right where he talks about Oh, I see that you have celebrities on the wall and sports figures, but yeah. this is someone we should idolize. This is someone we should pay our respects, which is someone that fought for our country and, you know, and, and damaged his body yeah. permanently uh, and more than likely his mind as well from PTSD. This is someone we should we should rise to be and someone we should respect. And it was just like, man, they're making the statement. They're going for it. Yeah. Um but it, what is it? What's happening in this issue? What is what is the? It's,
1: <laughs> this uh, is just basically a road trip. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 Clark, uh, John and Lois going on an RV trip around the country. Yes,
0: yeah, she brings an RV home, right?
1: Even though Superman and John can fly, right? Uh, they take an RV. <laughs> but
0: they want they want to see America. They want to yeah. see you know the founding fathers. They want to see DC. They want to stop in some of these. To me, know,
1: th- to me, this is just like uh, like <laughs> it's weird to say, but like it's just like okay, like. Let's flip over the history books. Where's some monuments that we could find. Yeah. Um, and then they just like put it in a comic book, and they showed, uh, John, who's you know a kid, all these you know monuments and and um, I'd say like landmarks. Yes. That have to do with the country, and and it was awesome. I loved it.
0: By the way, correction: art is Scott Godlewski, mm-hmm. and great art. But there was even some historical areas they visited here that I had to look up that I did not know about, and they're uh, and they're accurate.
1: Really, the the grave. Yeah, like the first. That was one. probably my favorite. I would, I would, you know, that was interesting. Yeah, I visit a grave first, and it was like one of the first women to, um, Fight. sort of like like do pull a, a Mulan, yeah, and like yeah, disguise herself as a as a man in the Revolutionary War. Deborah Sampson. Um, yeah, Deborah Sampson. Look her up if you want. If you read the book, look her up. Um, but yeah, that was that was that was again another like heart wrenching moment.
0: Yeah, this is awesome. and they describe Deborah Sampson as uh, you know she she disguised herself as a man as, a man, and yeah. as, as long as she possibly could <laughs> to where she was eventually caught, and she was even at one point injured pretty badly twice. And she didn't the first time she didn't want to be recognized at all, so she just like uh, like put some duct tape on herself and <laughs> went back out there. <laughs> no, they didn't have there was no tape duct back tape. Back yeah. Then. yeah, tied she a like, rope around like, her uh, leg, and
1: she yeah she, in the in the in the comic it says she like picked the musket ball out of her leg with like a pocket knife. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was so, it, this was such a good book. I um not a lot I mean not a lot action-wise happening. There's nothing really action action-wise happening, but it's such a good family story. Yes. Uh and it's really uh Patriotic. really and and it sucks you in. It, it really does.
0: Yeah, it makes you want to go on a road trip across America and see some of these places, you know, like they go to Independence Hall in Philadelphia and they there's you know, they're taking the historical tour and it's just a it's just beautiful family road trip the kent family road trip that is heartwarming it's very patriotic it's just i was so surprised by this and just the family feel and they're just having like a cookout at night and just the way they look at each other it's just so warm and inviting and this is the superhero you want like you know finally right like yeah. this is the superman that i've missed for a long time but just doing sort of simple family things with With him, Lois, and Jonathan has really just been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I completely agree.
0: Well, from the heartwarming (laughs) and the patriotic (laughs) to our number one pick of the week. The one that beat them all. The numero uno. Here we go, Justin. But, man, talk about uh, very much a different feel uh, from (laughs) our number two pick. (laughs) Talk about a jaw-dropping, soul-crushing, oh, my God, Um, Invincible number 138 is easily our number one. Was this your number one as well?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay, so... I
1: I texted you. I was like, oh, there's nothing beating this. Yeah. Sorry.
0: And it is, uh, number six of the 12 of The End of All Things. This is from Image Comics. This is, of course, written written by I Kill Everyone, Robert Kirkman, uh, and beautiful, gory, over the top Ryan Otley. Ryan Otley Otley
1: was at San Diego Comic-Con, and I was Uh. so pissed... (laughs) <laughs> and I couldn't be there to get a sketch. Because, man, I would pay for that. I'd pay top dollar for a Ryan Otley sketch. Get but, uh, his
0: uh, sketchbook on his site, which is like $12, and he signs it.
1: I want a legit one. Yeah, I want that an too. actual sketch. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, Lovely. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely check that out if it's on a site. For $12, but, yeah. bucks, it's like... Um, but, okay, so just a little bit of context. Uh, oh, wait.
0: Give him the extra spoiler alert here. Oh, yeah.
1: Mega spoiler alert. Mondo spoiler but alert right The here. reason
0: why I thought we should really spoil this, Justin, I told you earlier, and I'm telling you now listeners, is... Uh, most I, I would think that Invincible readers aren't waiting to hear this to, on oh, no, Sunday right. or getting a recommendation. They're buying it Wednesday morning because it's been so fantastic. So um, just in case you haven't read this issue of Invincible number 138, extra, extra spoiler alert. But
1: Mondo spoiler alert. Right? Mondo. Um, <laughs> but so just a little bit of context on my side. I have been binging Invincible. <laughs> I want to read up to current, which I'm almost there. I'm on like one fifteen, you know. So actually, no, I'm not on one fifteen. I'm like one ten. Okay. But uh, yeah, and uh, so I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I started over, and I've been reading, you know, binging it. And some of the stuff that's happening in one thirty eight has direct connections to this issue. Yes. From like like, I would say like back to issue twelve. Wow that's like great. There's some, it's it's awesome. Um but so anyway, uh getting into this Pass off this, to Robert Kirkman. Absolutely yeah, just, yeah, man. Uh this guy I guarantee you he's had this planned. Like reading forever reading from front to back, like front to current, um he had to have had Everything written down from the beginning. Yeah. Because there's no way you connect some of the stuff that I've been reading from the beginning to like yeah. to the end without knowing what you're you're going for. Even some of the characters, like it's it's crazy. Totally uh,
0: agree, right? Like Walking Dead feels a little flimmy flammy right? It, or bit, whatever. Yeah, like bit. you. Oh, let's that's uh, You know, that's things, just more
1: chaotic. Right. You know?
0: And it went nuts. We'll extend things out. We'll branch out into this. This definitely feels like the connective tissue between issue three and issue 130 are yes, are definitely there. Absolutely. So that doesn't happen by accident. No, yeah, and
1: all. so this is basically the first, oh, not the first, a major awesome, I i can't even talk right now, um, uh, this <laughs>
0: major is... Major awesome, mondo crazy, mondo crazy. So basically large. this is,
1: um, Mark and his dad and, and all the Coalition of Planets are leading uh, Thrag and his, you know, illegitimate babies yes. to Earth. Like um
0: half-lotus, humanoid to, things, aliens.
1: Yeah. And so they've, uh, you know, uh, Nolan, Mark's father, has basically convinced all the Viltrumites that reside on Earth to join in the fight. Yes, that was the last and,
0: issue, and they all got the call at the weirdest, most awkward yeah, times, which was strange, but yeah. it was great. Go check out uh, issue 137, yeah. <laughs> the calling out. It's great. Um,
1: but yeah, so the Viltrumites are on their side now. Um but, you know, Thrag comes in with these Ragnars, which I don't know if you remember the name of those, but they're, yep. they're called Ragnars, yep. um, and just has them on, like, two ropes and is just swinging them. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they're, like, this crazy, like, uh, you know, weight on a ball, like, the, you yeah. know, like, I forget what those are called, where they spin them and there's a ball like the a and they end spiked. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, yeah, he's using them as a, his, his two pets that he's spinning them. But, and dude, I insane. don't, okay,
1: just looking at this panel right here, the, yeah. okay, the, we're looking at a panel of the Viltrumites that live on Earth. All of these guys were back on issue like... Four, f- like when yes. they first introduced the Viltrumites, right Maybe like issued twenty something or thirty something. Yeah. This is it goes so far back and they're still all alive. It's crazy. Yeah. Um and they show their
0: lives. I'm sure I'd love to see if you could point out those pages where it shows sort of what they look like then and then what their they lives live the are within. For the yeah. most
1: part, it's crazy. Um because Ryan Hotley's <laughs> been doing the art for forever. It's great. Um, you know, besides uh Cory Walker who's coming and, and do some But they also have
0: family and kids. Yes. They didn't have that in the yeah, earlier true. reference, yeah, no. right? But yeah. um
1: no they didn't. Yeah. They when they came to Earth and stuff, they're that was there. the first the issue before that that's the first time you see um their kids and stuff cause nice. until then you know whatever but uh so Thrag's screwing people up right now man um he's, Thrag is the, <laughs> this just freaking ultimate Viltrumite yeah um and these Ragnars are tearing up the Viltrumites yes and uh
0: and they're tough, like very sort of Kryptonian-like uh, humanoids. That yes. so the, the the Ragnar's are like those the crazy teeth that can cut through them, yes. which is nuts because it's not easy to cut through them. No. One thing that I want to note on Ryan Otley's art style here is that isn't it lovely? that the Viltrumites are very much stand out. Of course, they all have mustaches, except for uh-huh. the ladies, right? The big, huge yeah. mustaches. And then you have the skin color of the of Thrag's army, which, which has like that purple. purpley yeah. tone. And their outfits are di- very much different yes. in color. Yes, so have. everything is just very much pops out. Yes. You can see who's fighting who. Yes, That's a big absolutely. deal with war comics, yes. especially.
1: Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, you, like, there's... Fight, especially movies. Yeah. You know, like, you get a movie and you, you can't tell who's who, and it, you know, it's really annoying. Right. But, uh... So anyway, uh, getting back to this, the Ragnar's are kicking ass. Uh, Thrag's just spinning them, like you know. them. Um, and you know, Nolan and Mark and Alan get involved. Uh, yeah. While you know, most of the Viltrumites are getting their asses kicked. Yeah. Um, Nolan and, and Mark get involved, and Nolan goes straight for Thrag. Yeah. And uh, and tells tells Mark to, to you know, like I got it. Yeah, um, Papa
0: Invincible is going yeah. after Thrag and. Which, uh,
1: I, you know, I forget how amazingly like, lucky, uh, Mark is when he fights Vilchermites because Mark killed Conquest.
0: Yeah. Um, you know who that Conquest was, was like the
1: ultimate badass. The old man
0: with the eye yeah. and the scar down his face, and, and he th- was just giant. His
1: arm, yeah, yeah. And, and, But yeah, so, in my head, I'm like, okay, like, Invincible's got to take him, you know. It's like the human DNA mixed with yeah. the
0: Viltramite DNA, and that makes yeah. him stronger, I think. Than uh, yeah, more I would, of those yeah, maybe.
1: Um, but yeah, so, I, I would say like, okay, Mark, go take him, but Nolan takes him on. And he, you know, yeah. tackles them in space, and they're fighting, and uh, it, it cuts to what robot is doing, what yeah, Rex, Rex is doing on the on Earth, and he's gathered up all they're the Viltramite. Man. They're Iron Man yeah. ultimately,
0: if you will, right?
1: Yeah, and so he's gathered up all the Viltramite children. And remember, we don't live on Earth anymore because Rex screwed that for everybody. Yeah. Um. So Re- uh, Rex gathered up all the Viltrumite children, and basically holding them hostage. Yeah. Uh, and one <laughs> kid like attacks him, but uh, you know, the, the his like drones stop him, of course. Yeah. But uh, Rex is going. He's. Telling all these people, like, you know, I'm not holding you against your will, but you are staying here.
0: Yeah, it's like your like, own matter of perspective. Yeah. Um, either consider this a prison or, like, you're safe and we got you. Yeah. What is Rex doing here? I mean, he's not one to be trusted you, I, you from know, the past, so... Uh... I,
1: I literally just read the issue um, where he betrayed Mark oh. and, like, and, like, basically that was seized that was control of the world yeah. by killing a bunch of superheroes and killing Cecil, yeah. who is, you know, like, the, the main CIA, government. operative, yeah. 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 Um, so, reading that again and, and realizing, like, actually, like, really, like, absorbing what he's saying. Yeah. It makes so much sense. And, like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, Mark, you're kind of being a dumbass. In that but at the same time, like, he does crap like this. Yeah. And he pisses you off. Like, I just, you know, there's stuff like, there's, he's not a great, you know, he's a good character. You know what I mean? He's a great character, but he's Rex. not a great Person. person, yeah, <laughs>
0: no, he like he seems like he is like hell bent on keeping the Earth safe, but in his own twisted
1: way. Yes, like well, he yeah. really
0: does believe he's like again the villains that a real good villain doesn't yeah. believe he's a villain. But he, is he and a villain?
1: That's the hard. Part. He doesn't believe he yeah.
0: is. I mean, definitely doesn't. He just wants to protect the Earth in the Go way back. he thinks he's protecting
1: it. You know what? I'll I'll give you the issue where he he gives Mark the speech. Um, I got them all. So and, well, yeah, it, which, which issue was is it? I forget. I'd have to oh. look. I'd <laughs> just have tell to me the number in, and I'll pull but, it up. Uh, but absolutely, you have to you have to check it out because that speech and read it again. Yeah, it's so immersive and like you're like, oh, well, wonderful. It makes a lot of sense. But uh, no, so Rex it, is
0: definitely super smart, right? No, and, yeah. You know his, his ability with engineering and electronics and so on, and he just has this warp sense of of, of how he's yes, keeping the Earth absolutely. safe. So kidnapping all the Viltrumite children,
1: uh, Rex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. It cuts back to the the battle. Yeah, um, and, and
0: epic like two page splashes here, folks, that are just mind blowing. Uh, you gotta buy this on paper. Yeah, uh, I haven't bought this yet. There's like two or three back to back double splash pages yes. of this of this fight between. Thrag and Nolan, you know, Mark's dad.
1: And and Mark and uh, Thrag's son.
0: But we're... And again, spoiler heavy, folks. But where I almost like... Where I got misty-eyed and uh, my jaw was dropping was just as Thrag puts his hand on Nolan's throat and says, Still no regrets.
1: Right. I still
0: get the chills. He's all, still no regrets.
1: Yeah, because Thrag is... He doesn't fuck around, man. I mean, (laughs) excuse my language, but he doesn't... This guy you could barely make him bleed. No one's putting everything into this. And he's he's barely bleeding. Barely bleeding. Yeah, barely and, breaking a sweat. Yeah, and and no one's getting his ass handed to him. Oh. And eventually eventually there's some great dialogue that that yeah. you know that comes through this, but uh there it's it's, hard the, to, it's the emotions on the face <laughs> yes. too,
0: like from Mark looking at his father losing this fight and uh the angle of of how they show Mark watching. I mean, there's a couple of moments where it seemed like Nolan was coming to the end, and Mark just comes in at that last second to sort of sort of save his dad. But Thrag, we also get a, a, a sort of an idea of how strong he is by how he just tosses Mark aside. Yes. And you're like, oh oh. Uh, yeah, and that's oh, not good. So,
1: getting to the titular moment of this book, uh, Nolan's sort of last stand. Um, You know, to Thrag, he headbutts him and it does oh. nothing. He punches him and he breaks his arm. Oh, that's um, so
0: gruesome how it just... His arm just buckles. Snaps, yeah. just, oh, it's just... Oh, and,
1: uh, and basically, Thrag sticks his arm through Nolan's stomach.
0: Maybe we'll stop there as far as, like, going any further than well, spoiler. Been, I know, I know, but, you, but his arm is through earth. him. His arm is through him and, uh, you know... Um, we've seen things happen to people in the past in Invincible where death isn't uh, so clearly happening. Um, but uh, in this, it looks really bad. Um, yes,
1: <laughs> this doesn't look promising. Yeah, but you jaw never know. dropping right you here, right? Uh, but yeah, he's got his arm fully through him and <sighs> the reaction on Mark's face is just.
0: Oh. Yeah, it's just heartbreaking. <laughs> and, and even how they know you're in space and the tears are just yeah, bubbling just away from his away. eyes.
1: Yeah. I lo- I've loved uh, that. Ryan Hotley does a real good job with that. Gorgeous, um,
0: gorgeous. Uh, again, single page splash of uh, Mark's face and all the double page splashes of the action and the so much, the mountain of blood in this absolutely. issue is just, uh, it's gruesome. It's. Uh, I, yeah. Man. Yeah,
1: I don't even want to like because I have predictions for what could happen, but like yeah. I don't even want to get into it.
0: Well, we remember when Mark himself was—you uh, thought dead of dead of dead—and Eve was there to help things to where. But she
1: can't she... like activate that on her own. It's like only if like it's yeah life she doesn't have control death. over that. That's,
0: yeah, but that's the way I got the gist of. But I mean, he was mark was pretty much dead too right so was she I mean, though yeah and so was yeah. she and then he just happened to be in that bubble i guess Yeah. well no no, no. where it's um, self-generation it's it's
1: only that part of your of her only activates when, when she's done when she's like like on the brink of life so you
0: think i thought mark was just close enough to her at that time because she can't control it. Yes. that's what i thought that's yeah he just happened to be in the bubble of where she was yes, and then it like healed him too yes so that doesn't look like this can happen to uh, yeah. but anyway we'll see I don't know. Man, it was amazing. We're only halfway in, right? To the end of all things. This is issue number 6 of 12. Only
1: halfway in? Only halfway but in this, is want, this is one, halfway No, no, no. In. You're saying only halfway in like it's been like like we you know we still have a lot to go. We don't have that much to go, man. We are
0: you don't go half gla- glass half empty. We're <laughs> only halfway there. I'm just sad yeah, that this is coming to an end, I and know, every issue too. just I'm hurts my to, soul. Trying to think of the positive, and we still got a lot of stories still to go. Six more issues, so. Uh, but then it's over. I don't want to think about it. But anyway, get invincible. It's it's been number one on the pick lists. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't and, uh, even know. This is my favorite comic. I think I've. I mean, I've read it twice. Favorite comic? Just I would say my favorite. Yes. Oh wow. If, yeah! Wow. That, if anybody asked me, like, okay, like, what's a book you would want to read? Like, Invincible is it? So, yeah, go pick best it up best
0: superhero comic uh, of mine. Favorite. Yeah, it's just it's
1: like, a good, solid, full story. Yes. You know, and and it's coming to an end, so check it out before it's jumping. It's
0: it's they have omnibuy of it. Oh yeah, I, four I or five I'm of them. Gonna- we already talked about when it's all said and done in one giant book wouldn't that be beautiful yeah something of just pure beauty but Invincible go get it it. go to sunspotscomics.com and look at how many times Invincible's been the number one pick or even in the top five it's been in there a lot folks
1: yeah a lot beautiful that's it
0: that's it close the vault door (laughs) (laughs) there you have it that's issue 116 those are our favorite new comic book recommendations this week for july 19th new comic book day so please go over to a local comic book shop you can also go to comicbooklocator.com find a local comic book shop and buy these on paper immediately let them know that chris and justin from sunspots comics sent you and they'll wonder why you said that <laughs> who cares
1: who are these people um if you have any questions comments uh, or you'd like your personal comic book recommendation Please email, oh, excuse me. Uh, please email us uh, directly to chris at sunspotscomics.com or justin at sunspotscomics.com. If we you choose your email and discuss it in the podcast, uh, we will send you a small comic book prize. Just uh, our form of thank you.
0: And please sign up for our email our newsletter on sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And please tune in next week for issue number 117 of the podcast where we will be reading a list of 20 new comics that are coming out for July 26th and there's actually three new number ones so potentially 23 comics we're going to be reading to review and recommend to you.
1: Um, yeah, and the, here's a quick peek into some of them. Uh, we got uh, All-Star Batman number 12.
0: Batman The Shadow number 4 of 6.
1: Crosswind number 2.
0: Remember Crosswind? That was kind of crazy, crazy. right? Yeah. The the uh, Freaky Friday? Freaky Friday, yeah. Right? Detective...
1: Um, yeah, Detective Comics number 961
0: Flash 27
1: uh, then you got Infamous Iron Man number yeah, 10 yeah you
0: got Dr. Doom as the Iron Man here fighting yeah. Riri the, the Iron Man uh, Iron Woman Iron, <laughs> what do they call her?
1: Iron, Iron Heart
0: Iron Heart that's right uh, Jim Henson's Power of the Dark Crystal number 5 of 12 Mother Panic uh, but the best of the young animal imprint yes. by Gerard Mother Way Panic, Mother Panic Nam Wolf
1: number 4 yes, yes we're
0: loving Nam Wolf and that's just to name- Saga 45 coming Classic. out next week Southern Bastards back. Yes, finally. I think it's been girl. like four months since Southern yeah. Bastards, but issue number seventeen of Southern Bastards is coming out next week. More than likely, that's going to be a top pick. I can feel it. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't jinx it, man. Don't I, jinx
0: it. It's just going to happen. It's so good. It just comes out so crazily and frequently. Yeah. It's nuts. But there you go. So those are just that's a little sneak peek into what's uh, what we'll be discussing in podcast issue number one seventeen. So it's really gonna be another amazing new week of brand new comic books. so please just subscribe listen in tell a nerd friend to check us out at sunspots comics and lastly thank you again for listening uh,
1: if you enjoy this podcast you want to help us out please subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a positive review with five stars you know it helps with the 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 algorithm you know we go the higher algorithm. on the list <laughs> yeah that's um, you're right um, you know we go higher on the list and and you know and stuff and you know, if you leave a five star rating, generally we'll read it. Yes, yeah., uh, we, we will. will read it, and we'll talk we will give you a little shout Rooney. Uh, I got
0: some new ones lined up actually I keep forgetting awesome. to read them but we'll read yours uh, very soon for the people that yeah. left us five stars so thank we you you
1: like come up with a name for those people you know yes like some sort of you know, Sunspot
0: comicers
1: no Com- comic we'll, come we'll come up with some creative we'll come up with but
0: thank you very much really thank you and I hope you enjoyed the podcast hope you got something out of it hope you got some recommendations that you want to go buy with uh, in your local comic book shop so thank you We appreciate it. And we'll leave you with the wise words of Adam West. I've always tried to fit what I do professionally into my family rather than the other way around. And give him the other one from Uncle Ben.
1: Uh, With great power comes great responsibility. Yes,
0: we all have that power within us. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. Stay nerdy. And uh, be like water. Be like water, my friends. Thanks, Jables. Adios. See you guys later. Bye-bye. I'm